One of my favorite things to do as a priest is officiate at celebrations of the sacrament of holy matrimony. Because interestingly enough, I don't celebrate that sacrament. (laughs) I'm not allowed to. Um, It's the couple who are getting married who give themselves to each other. And I stand as the witness uh, on behalf of the church and Jesus Christ himself to give them the, the blessing of the church. But one of my favorite things to do before the wedding is to go to the bride and the groom as they are sequestered separately and say, I have a question for you. And usually their eyes get really big, like, what's he going to ask? And I say, do you love your groom or your bride? And I've learned to step away a little bit from the brides because they get kind of scary, like, I think I've almost been slapped a few times. (laughs) Because they say, well, do I have to? Am I obligated to? Am I really making the right decision? No, that's not what they say. Who here has been to a wedding before? I have. I've been to a bunch. What they say is, of course I love him or her. Of course I love my bride. Of course I love my groom. Their eyes light up. I love him. I love them with all my heart. Then I say to him, allow that love to be what fills your heart. Don't worry about the other stuff that's going to happen. We'll get through that. But in this moment, allow your heart to be filled with love. And then I give them my blessing. And the next beautiful moment is when I'm standing at the front uh, of the, the, the church before the altar. And the groom is to my side. And, you know, he doesn't even remember what his name is or really how to breathe. So I always say, just keep breathing. You'll be fine. But then something incredible happens. When everybody else comes down, that, and I always joke, I said, nobody cares about anybody else but the bride. But then you see the bride standing at the back of the church. And I see the groom's face as soon as he sees his bride. And his face lights up. Then we get to the vows and and I ask them to exchange their vows. And notice what they, they don't say there, well, I will love my spouse as long as I have to. As long as I'm obligated to. They don't say that. They exchange their vows with all love and peace and grace. And so you may have heard that on uh, August 15th, on that weekend, the bishops of Pennsylvania have announced that the, the current dispensation from needing to go to Mass will be lifted. That we'll once again have the obligation to go to Sunday Mass. But like... <laughs> How is that a way to look at our relationship with Jesus? I mean, it's the way the law works. It's the way the the law of the church is written. It's the fancy word we use. But how is that to look at a relationship? Well, I'm going because I'm obligated to love Jesus. I'm going because I'm, I'm obligated to give time to him. 
Now, sometimes that's a really good thing because it can help us if we, we're having a difficult day, if we're just not feeling well, we say, well, I know I have to go. But, but still, how is that a way to look at our relationship with Jesus? In the same way that it would be bizarre if I asked a bride or groom, you know, do you love them? And they said, yeah, because I have to. It's the same way with our option, our opportunity to go to the Holy Mass. Now, I want, I want to preface this and be very clear that the one thing that is not changing is that the, the word the church uses calls it a just cause. So if there is a just reason why you can't come to Mass, if you're sick or, or unwell or you can't make it, if you're traveling and like on a cruise ship and there's no Mass for, you know, several hundred, mi- hundred miles, like the, the law, the church excuses you. God does not ask of us the impossible. Again, while we call it an obligation, it's an invitation. There are people in this world who are lucky if they can go to Mass once a month because a priest can only make it to their village once a month, if that often. They walk for miles and hours to go to Mass. We have it every week. We actually have it every day, except Saturdays. Well, you could go Saturday evening which you are, so, ta-da! But my friends in Christ, and, and it's funny because I thought, well, preaching about you need to come to Mass is kind of silly, preaching that to the people who are already here. But recognize it as a beautiful gift to Jesus. Each of you is beloved by God. More than any groom can love his bride or any bride can love her groom, You are beloved by God. And so coming to Mass is such a beautiful opportunity to spend time with our beloved. To bring our our brokenness, our woundedness, to bring the burdens we carry and say, Lord, here I am. Joyce Meyer has a beautiful quote. She says, allow God to make your mess his message. And the only way that can happen is if we come to him on this holiest of days throughout the week and allow him to speak to our hearts here at the Holy Mass. And so if you hear anyone saying to you, oh yeah, they're bringing back the obligation, remember it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to encounter the living God. The people we heard about in today's gospel were so hungry for God, so uh, had such a yearning to encounter him that they went to this deserted place. Meanwhile, we have this beautiful church. And so again, just as a, a reminder, you are giving a beautiful gift to God by being here at this Mass. You give a beautiful gift to the the priest who celebrates and you receive a beautiful gift in return. And so remember, it's not an obligation. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to love and to be loved by our eternal 
unshakable God, who is with us in all things.